guys, what is up? Welcome back to the podcast. This is happening. We're doing it. We're on episode two. <laughs> Look at us go. Uh, I just want to start this one out by saying a huge thank you. You guys, the support I received over the launch of this podcast last week was crazy. Like I never, ever could have predicted that you guys would be so pumped for this, like as excited as I am for this. And I have received so many kind and encouraging and sweet messages and comments and emails. And it really just blew me out of out of the water. And the craziest thing. So I launched the podcast on Thursday, Thursday evening. And on Friday afternoon, I was sitting in carpool picking up my kids from school. And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to check the the charts iTunes makes charts for podcasts and um so I'm like I'm just going to I'm just going to look at them just for fun to see who else is in my category because I didn't know I chose a category personal journals that's actually a subcategory to the larger category of society and culture I know it kind of sounds confusing but anyway I went to my category I'm looking through the charts scrolling through and there I find <laughs> The Good Day Podcast at number 22. We were 22. I was so, I was shocked. Like, I was shocked to even see my little cover with my face and the podcast name. Like, it was just so surreal. We were above Oprah. She has a podcast. She probably has several. I think it was called, like, Soul Stories or something like that. I was above Mike Rowe's podcast. I'm a huge Mike Rowe fan. Like, it was... It was the most surreal, just the coolest moment and totally unexpected. I did not see that coming and the reaction and the support. And it just gives me such encouragement, you know, to, to, to do this and to have fun with it. And I don't want to get caught up in the numbers. Like I, right out of the gate, I told my husband, like, I just want to do this for fun. And because it's something I've wanted to do for so long, but I'm not, I'm not here to get caught up in the numbers. But I'll tell you what, seeing that, seeing the Good Day podcast at number 22 in my category on day one was just the coolest thing ever. So anyway, thank you guys for that. I just wanted to to express how grateful I am. Uh, but for today's episode, I wanted to share three mindset hacks for more joy. And I have been working a ton on my mindset in the last year and a half or so, I would say, really dug deep into uh, just, you know, rewiring my thoughts and kind of training my brain to be more positive. I've read some really great books. I've listened to a ton of podcasts on this topic. And it's just something that I'm really interested in. Like, I honestly kind of feel a little like a nerd because if I'm reading a book nine times out of 10, it's probably a book on mindset, on your thought life. Uh, most of them I read are faith-based, but I just, I love it. I think it just is fascinating how the thoughts that we allow in our lives, in our minds, um, really have such a huge impact on everything, you know, on everything. And the cool part is that we have control over those thoughts and we can learn, like I said, to kind of retrain our brain to be more positive, to look for more joy. And uh, so I've just really dove into that in the last couple of years. And I'm excited to share some of the things I've learned. I'm by no means an expert. I'll put that out there right out of the gate. Obviously, I think we all know that <laughs> I have no formal training or anything in this. But 
Um, there are just a few things that I've learned that have really stuck with me. And so I thought I would share three mindset hacks, things that have helped me that are just easy little switches, almost like a, a light switch kind of a thing that helps me find more joy in my day, be more positive, um, and just have a better mindset overall. Hack number one to have more joy in your day for me is, and this is number one because I feel like it's the most important for me, and that is I cannot let myself go to sleep in a negative mindset. And the reason is, well, there's two reasons, actually. So if I go to sleep really stressed or worried or upset about something, there is a very good chance I will wake up in the middle of the night feeling stressed, feeling panicky. That's the first thing I think of when I wake up, and it's it's a pretty much a guaranteed way to have a bad night's sleep. Uh, the other option, the other thing that can happen is that bad mood will roll over to the next day. That bad mood, that negative mindset, that stressed, worried, anxious mindset will without a doubt roll over into the next day. So then I just carry that into the next day to start. And I'm already trying then to dig myself out of this, this negative hole. You know what I mean? I'm already starting from a bad place. And uh, neither of those are a good situation. So there's two things I do to make sure that I go to sleep in the best mood possible and in the happiest, like most positive mindset that I can be. And the first thing that I do, and I know this sounds a little cheesy, but after I've said my prayers and I'm laying in bed, I'm trying to fall asleep, I will say, I love my life. That simple statement, that power statement, I will say, I love my life. And I'll think about why I love my life and what I enjoy in my life and why I'm grateful for my life. And I know that sounds like a simple thing, but there's actually like a lot of science that backs up that what you think about immediately before you fall asleep at night, before you drift off to sleep, has huge impacts on your subconscious mind. And your subconscious mind is kind of like the foundation of your thought life, right? Like I'm no expert. I don't want to get into like, you know, too many details and make myself sound all smart on this because I'm not. I've just read some really great books on it. And one of those books is called The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. I think the author was Joseph Murphy. Amazing book. Highly recommend that book. Uh, that book really changed my life in a lot of ways. And it's it's not a new one either. I mean, I think it's been around for years and years, but just an incredible book. And in there, one of the tips... Um, the author shared was about about this, like what you think about right before you fall asleep has ripple effects. Like it makes an imprint on your subconscious mind so that those emotions and those feelings that they kind of get tucked away in your mind and then they resurface later, like maybe the next day or maybe the next week or whatever it is. So if you fall asleep saying, oh, I, I'm awful, I'm, I'm terrible at this, I suck, I was bad this, I was bad that or whatever it may be or I'm really nervous about XYZ, and then that's your last thought before you go to sleep, like it, it sticks with you in a different way. It's really fascinating um, how that works. So anyway, when I read that, I thought, okay, I need to have some power statements so that I'm not going to sleep in this like negative mindset. Because when I was really, really struggling with my anxiety, like the the peak of it a few years ago, I would wake up in the middle of the night feeling panicky. Like it was the worst. Oh, it was just the worst. I wouldn't wish that on anyone. It was awful. And I think a large part of that was because right before I'd go to sleep, I was thinking all these negative things. I was worried and it's just, it wasn't good, right? So one that really helped me. Like I started implementing that right away. And that one statement, I love my life, 
man, it just gave me like warm and fuzzy feelings, you know, like, why do I love my life? Why is my life good? So that's a big way it helps me or I, I can fall asleep in a positive mindset. The other thing is, this is another tip I picked up from somebody else. Um, Dr. Amen on uh, Instagram, brilliant guy. He's, he's a, I believe he's a psychiatrist. He shares all kinds of really helpful tips on mindset, thought life, all kinds of that stuff. And one day he mentioned something like months ago. And he said that, you know, each day you should ask yourself what went well today. What went well today? Not what you're grateful for, but what went well today? So that's another thing I will think through as I'm trying to fall asleep. I'll ask myself, what went well today? Well, was it a work project I had that I got done and and checked off my to-do list and that went really well? Or, you know, something small like, oh, maybe the kids had something at school today and that went really well for them. Or I made a healthy dinner for my family, which isn't uh, the easiest thing (laughs) for me to do. I do not like cooking. So it can be these small wins or it can be bigger things. And those things are going to change from day to day. I like that as opposed to just listing off things you're grateful for. Because for me, those things I'm grateful for can can be the same from day to day. But really, when I dive into the specifics of what went well today, that's different each day. And then it gives me a chance to reflect on what I did that day and what went well. So I love both of those little things. If I can do those things right before I fall asleep, especially if I'm stressed or anxious or upset about something, that really helps kind of just flip the switch and get me in a more positive place before I fall asleep. Okay, so hack number two, let's move on. Um, this one is a little out there and I, I don't know if other people do this or, or what. I, I kind of made this one up on my own, but I like to imagine myself, my future self, the future version of Sarah five or 10 years down the road, okay? And I see her as a wiser, you know, more mature, older version of myself now. And I will use that image to ask myself if if that older, wiser version of Sarah were to look back on me in this moment right now, would she be proud of me? Would she be proud of how I'm living? Would she be mad at me for being stressed out about XYZ? Would she be mad at me for worrying about XYZ and spending time waste, you know, wasting time on something that maybe doesn't matter. And I'll say, will this matter in five years? And if I can ask myself that, especially if I'm stressed about something, if it's work or whatever it may be, while it may be valid to be stressed about it, I don't need to spend a ton of my time focused on it because in five years, it probably won't matter. You know, most of the time I ask myself that, will this matter in five years that I'm worried about right now? I'm stressed about most of the time. The answer is no. And so just for some reason, having this like older, wiser version of myself in mind that I'm using to kind of look back on, um, you know, or look at my current situation, it just helps me put things in perspective. And then another thing that I will say while I'm imagining the the scenario with me looking back on my, my situation is I will say, was I squeezing the most joys possible out of every single day? If I looked at a photo five years ago, that's what I want to know. Like, was I really as happy as I could have been in that moment? You know, was I really squeezing as much joy as I could have out of that day that I had? Was I savoring the people around me? Was I enjoying and seeing the simple moments? Was I feeling grateful for everything God was doing in my life in that season? And don't get me wrong. There is a lot, there are a lot of bad days. There are a lot of hard days. There are a lot, there's a lot of heartache in the world. I don't even watch the news most of the time because it just makes me sad. It really makes me sad. And then if I see something 
this is on a different note, but if I see something sad on the news or somebody, something terrible that's happened, it sticks with me. Like it really weighs on me. That's the empathetic side of me. So, you know, I'm not naive to, to say that that every day should just be this great joy-filled day. Obviously, we all go through really hard seasons. I've been through plenty of my own times where heartbreaking things are happening in your life and it's very difficult to find joy. And I'm not, so I'm not talking about those seasons or like minimizing that in any way. Please understand that. I never want to, you know, take anything away from that because there's lots of heartache. We all walk through at different seasons in our life. But I'm more so talking to just your day-to-day life, your day-to-day existence when you're kind of in, you know, a or more normal season of life. Um, so I'm always asking myself, am I, did I squeeze as much joy as I could have out of this day? Did I live as happily as I possibly could have today? And it, it motivates me to, to get more out of each day and also not sweat the small stuff. Because in five years, what I'm worried about today probably won't matter, you know? Uh, okay, hack number three is that I like to set an intention for the day. You can call it an intention, you can call it a goal, whatever you want to call it. But I like to uh, I like to wake up early. I try to wake up early. <laughs> I'm usually better at it in the summer when it's bright and sunny, you know, early in the morning. Um, better at it than in the winter when it's so dark and cold. But I like to wake up early before my kiddos. That is such a sacred time of day for me. I need that time. I, I, ugh, I crave that time to just sit by myself in the quiet house with a cup of coffee and, you know, say my prayers, read through my devotional or whatever it may be, and just have that time to myself. It really, really makes a big impact on my mood for the whole day. But during that time, if I can set an intention or some goals for the day, like, that just helps me. It holds me accountable throughout the day. So if I say, okay, I'm going to have an attitude of joy today. I'm going to have an attitude of gratitude today. I'm going to not sweat the small stuff. And then in 30 minutes, I'm already stressed about something that really doesn't matter. If I kind of remember, wait, 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 Sarah, hold up. Remember that intention? Remember that goal? Remember that thing you said you were going to do today? You weren't going to be negative. You weren't going to complain. You weren't going to worry about little things. And whatever that intention is for the day, it holds me accountable. When I really, you know, set that in the morning and think about it for a few minutes and say, okay, that's what I'm doing, that holds me accountable. And so it really helps me uh, to just you know, have more joy throughout the day because I'm remembering, okay, yep, these are the things I wanted to do today. This is the mindset. This is the attitude that I wanted to have. And it's real easy. Gosh, it's easy to get pulled into negativity. I don't know about you guys, but it's so easy, way too simple for me to let my whole day be ruined by a negative thought in my mind something that may not even be true, but something I maybe get upset about or something that happens with somebody or somebody did something I didn't really like or hurt my feelings or whatever. And then that can ruin my whole day. But if I, if I set this intention that, nope, I'm not going to not gonna let that steal my joy, it just it helps me kind of shrug those things off a little bit better so that I can see things through a more positive, joy-filled lens. Uh, and like I said, you can make it a goal or an intention or whatever, but I've noticed that when I do that, I have a better day as opposed to the days where I wake up and I don't spend that time kind of that quiet time to myself and I rush around and I, you know, drinking my coffee as fast as I can, getting the kids ready for school or whatever. It's kind of a whirlwind that I don't have as good of a day as I do when I, I set that time early in the morning and I can think through some of those things. 
So there you have it, kind of short and sweet, um, but three simple little hacks, things that you can do that I really have found a lot of success with in terms of being a more positive, joy-filled person. And the thing, like I was saying earlier, it's so fascinating to me about our thought life is that we can rewire, you can really rewire the pathways in your mind with thinking different thoughts or stopping yourself the minute you're having a negative thought and and rewiring that in your brain. I just I find that to be so fascinating and also so encouraging and I'm grateful that God gave us power over those things and and obviously like when I was struggling with anxiety, there was a lot of that it didn't matter how positive I was trying to be in some of those moments. It was just a rough a rough season, but I do think that slowly over time if you start to restructure things in your mind and in your thoughts you can slowly create these new pathways literal new pathways in your brain where you start to look for more joy and you start to look for more positivity in your day and you start to savor the simplest things you know and what i've also found and i don't mean to ramble on about this but what i've also found is that if you have a more positive, joy-filled lens that you're looking at things through. You can handle hard stuff better than if you're being negative. I don't know if any of you have noticed that, but if you're aware of your thoughts and you're trying really hard to be more positive and more upbeat and you've kind of created over time these new ways of looking at things, I feel like that helps me get through harder things in a more positive way or in an easier way. Uh, And I just find that so interesting. So anyway, I'm going to cut it off here, guys. Thank you so much for listening today, for being with me today. If this was impactful for you or you got something out of it, that's a win for me. I'm just so excited to have this space to share my heart, to not feel rushed, and to just be able to talk through different things with you guys wherever you are in the world. I hope you're having a great day. And if you're not already, come find me over on the gram on Instagram. I'm at Sarah Joy blog over there. Or you can find me at sarahjoyblog.com. Thanks, guys. Bye.